Welcome to the podcast, Between Blue Worlds. This is uh, Angela Jameen. You can call me Angie. Mama Ange, if you know me. Um, I'm a Reiki teacher, a little bit of everything. I'm a tarot card reader. I'm down to be your best friend. That's about all. Uh, You can find me on my website at betweenblueworlds.strikingly.com. 
In the background, that's my toddler son gathering stuffed animals. He carries teddy bears like those Hallmark Precious Moments babies, like, showed up in the night to teach him how to do it. Like, he'll grab, like, the biggest, cuddliest bear and then drag it down the hallway by one foot. And it's like, they just know that that's what babies do. But in my mind, because I saw those babies do it first, I think, oh, you're just like them. Not they're just like you. And at a toxic level, I could think, oh, they're programming us to prefer certain traits. And I could really get into that whole kind of, is the industry trying to shape us or are we shaping them? The energy behind it is so fucking interesting. If you're into energy, if you're a sensitive like me, if you spent your childhood years trying to explain why you didn't feel good for no good reason, (laughs) if you spent your adult years trying to explain why you just didn't feel good, and then you had to say things like, I guess, you know, it's just the way (laughs) that the middle of the earth is right now with the poles switching. It's really hard energetically to feel grounded and go to these group functions. And then the person that you thought would understand goes, okay, Uh, I lost you at Mercury's in retrograde. Or maybe you're just learning about Mercury or retrograde. And what I just said makes no sense to you. We're all at super different places, but what I found and what keeps being said to me is that your vibe attracts your tribe. And what happened to me is that I started to hide my vibe I got in some shit, man. I was getting in some real world shit because people didn't agree with my beliefs. It's a story as old as human time. Somebody doesn't like what you believe. They don't like you in their life. They whatever. And then you combine that by, you know, the public, public courthouse that is social media. It's just this. Everybody's, everybody gets on apps when they're desperate for something else. When they're desperate may feel like too strong. No, I wasn't desperate. Eh, and to a degree you were. You were bored. You wanted your brain to do something else. You wanted to pay attention to something that felt better. And I have this super, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about how babies bond with moms because I have an 18 month old and The way that I choose to parent is not mainstream. Um, It's our stream. I don't know. We do a little bit of here, a little bit of there. We go back and forth on a few things. We compromise and choose different things and really lean into uh, researching instead of following. And that's scary. doesn't make you popular. But then it can make you really popular. I'm pretty popular. I don't know. As far as humans go, I've got a decent reach, a decent amount of people that would notice if I stopped being. It's not comforting. It hasn't made me feel better. It makes me happy when I meet new people. But the volume, it's like every day is different to me. Because people come and go, quite honestly. If you're young listening to this, maybe cover your ears if you'd like to protect your optimism, but that best friend you thought was going to always be there for you, eh, probably won't. 
Probably going to fuck you over. Probably going to take all the secrets you told them and go do something else now. Fucking run off and, you know, marry someone that doesn't like you or have kids they don't raise like you and... Or just plain don't want to be confronted with their own history. That's a popular one. I don't want to be reminded of what I used to be like, so I can't actually be around you because then you'll tell stories my husband hears. Yeek, right? Bye-bye. There's your friend. It happens. I'm making light of it. I know it sounds kind of serious because I am pissed. I have mm, plethoras of examples. It happens. Everybody I talk to has theirs too. We're all going through the same thing. Just in the cycle. And some of us, you know, it wouldn't uh, hurt to be mindful of the fact that, you know, we talk and stuff about burning our own bridges and when it happens to us, you know, we want to be mindful of how we do it too. We want to remember that feel. Whoa, what you had, boo? We decided to do this podcast, me and uh, my angel crew, and the Babarubaloo. What did you bump your head, or was it something else instead? What happened? What do you need? What can I do for you? Over here? Over here? Over here? Over here? Oh, get out of that. It's pushpin. That's pushpin. Let's look around for something else. What's this? That's banana bread. You want some banana bread? It's from Starbucks, people. Don't get excited. You want an orange to carry around? Carry around an orange. Oh! oh. What's up? We were just talking to these nice people about why we decided to do this podcast. Would you like me to open the fridge? Hold on one moment. We have to close the dishwasher in this kitchen to open the fridge. And whenever I need something to complain about, that is just right there waiting and ready for me. What's in here? What's in here? Is there something you'd like to eat, little boo-boo? Nope, nothing. Please keep walking. Can we close it though? We should close it. Let's close it. Keep the cold in. You gotta keep the cold in your fridge. There used to be an old prank call they'd do. They'd call people's phones and they'd say, is your fridge running? And they'd say, yes. And they'd go, you better go catch it. It's a play on the word run. Prank calls still. I think our prankness is already all taken up by other stuff, huh? Do a lot of other prank things instead. Prank ruin your life on the internet? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I worked with teenagers a lot. And they are amazing. I actually really like teenagers. I'm quite fond of them. Um, and not just because they're, you know, just the most vibrant energetic things in the world I mean the, the amount they can accomplish there's a reason why people try to harness them all the time why they advertise to them why they make most TV shows geared towards them I mean most things that just screen on TV they aren't terribly highbrow you know they, they aim for a certain maturity level for a reason Because that maturity level spins instead of saves. It's the grasshopper instead of the ant. 
And if we have a house system and stuff that protects and guides our grasshoppers, teaches them how to be ants when they're done being grasshoppers, and allows them a little space. I did, I found out that uh, pre, pre-Britain, essentially, uh, pre-Roman uh, crossover into the Celtic world, the Irish uh, youth would just kind of, and it was, <clears throat> a lot of cultures did this from what I understand now, but um, the Irish youth, the, the teenage boys would kind of roam around in gangs in between the villages. They would live together, they'd f- build their own little stuff, they'd camp, they'd break into groups, they'd have conflicts. I imagine some never made it back, you know. I'm sure they could be hired to do things. I know from my preteen and from the teenagers I've met, they can be hired to do, you know, they'll do, if you need anything cleaned or, or anything removed or anything around your house, like if there's a couch that's in the wrong spot and you say, you know, five bucks if you move this couch, they're on it. Because they don't have a real means to independence besides purchasing power. And even that is a little wonky, right? Um, we're still working on it. Kids have more, more now, more safety, more protection. I am really aware and concerned about how infants are handled in hospitals and how much happens to them in their first 24 hours. I would really, I think it's already happening. I don't have to do anything about it. So I'm very grateful about that. Um, but I have seen already that there's people that are growing more and more aware of what that trauma is doing and how trauma-linked autism and ADHD are. And it's pretty recent that most babies are born in hospitals. Even in our country, it's pretty recent. Relatively speaking of the thousands of years, tens of thousands of years we've been alive, not hundreds of thousands, still figuring that out. Still figuring out how our measurement system works in the span of humanity. (laughs) What evidence we can piece together And moving forward energetically, we're figuring out whether or not it matters. I think it's interesting as fuck, and it makes the time go by, and the time's going to go by here regardless. So my thought is if the time's going to go by regardless, and you have to pass the time, come here, Babaroo. Boo-boo. Here, Rumpelstiltskin. Come here. Hi, Rubear. Hi, Boo-boo. You are a beautiful mm. boo. You want to try this? I forget what they're called. They're, t- they're a variety of clementine, essentially. Here. No? Not hungry. Gonna play with these magnets a little bit. I got some Curious George kind of magnets that. It's very dangerous for humans to swallow magnets, so make sure you do give your kids magnets that you supervise it as much as you can. But... Having said that, magnets are everywhere, so good luck. All right, moving right along. (laughs) Why do I do this podcast this way? Why is it so disorganized? Because if I didn't do it this way, I wouldn't do it at all, and I want to do it. And I don't know why I want to do it. Let me get this very, very clear. I'm not super sure where we're going to end up here. Um, I'm not sure how much this will backfire. I'm not sure what kind of things I should say. I'm not sure anybody's listening. Um, 
I don't have any analytics or statistics or anything. Um, but what I do have is messages from people saying, I'm so glad you said that. That really helped me. So that's what we're doing here. Hey, what'd you find? You want to try this? Ooh. It's a vibrant color orange. Ooh, throw it on the ground. Just not going to do it. Just not going to do it. That's fine. What do you want to do? You want to go outside? You want to go outside? Are that what that noise is doing? Is that noise saying, I'd like to be outside, please? He makes that noise when he's running around the house sometimes. And for me, it almost sounds like aggravated or angry. And I've been thinking a lot about, you know, sometimes I do think that he's like looking for something or thinking about something. Whatever. But I think it's more just my judgment of the noise and it's just like a, a noise that he likes making. He gets some level of enjoyment or benefit from it. And I think it does uh, have to do with wanting things a lot of the time. What is that? Is that a caterpillar? That looks like poop. But it looks like it has a caterpillar on it. I'm not going to get any closer. If it is a caterpillar, that's great. Stay over there and be a caterpillar. There's dogs barking out here. We're going to go inside. This is a terrible idea. No, we're not going to go inside because baby wants to be outside. It's a constant balance. So why do we do this podcast like this instead of recording nicely and doing like an evil... You probably have to adjust your volume levels. It almost feels inconsiderate sometimes that I do it this way. But why? Because it's this or nothing, folks. It's got to be good enough. This has to be good enough because it's what I can do for now. And I've talked to a few people about like doing the interview thing and they're down. So maybe we'll move forward with that and just kind of see what comes out of all this. And maybe it just is something we do for a few years and it dies out and nobody remembers us and the planet goes into the sun. Or maybe we build some cool shit and make some cool bonds and experience some things we wouldn't have experienced without it. All right, folks. It's a short one, we're going to call it. <laughs>